Amen and amen. Amen. Okay, today, you know, the Lord had me talking about the falling away from God, the falling away of the church in these last days. And some because you're discouraged by outcomes, and some are just contract keepers and not covenant keepers. This is why you uh, fall away, some fall away from the church, some fall away from God. And I'm not talking about just anybody, I'm talking about the children of God falling away. So we have to get that understanding. It does not mean because you're not a Christian or you're backsliding, we're done. We're not talking about that necessarily. We're talking about the falling away of the church, the apostate church, the apostasy that the Lord says that's here right now. So anybody could be guilty of that. Anybody could be caught up in that. So we have to really watch and pray as the Lord says. So I understand when I read the verse here, First Timothy 4, 1 through 3, and many of you did not understand it because you did not say amen. But we're going to go into it. I'm going to read Second Thessalonians, second chapter, and the third verse. And it reads, in the third verse it says okay let no one deceive or beguile you in any way for that day will not come except the apostasy comes first unless the predicted great falling away of those who have professed to be see those who profess to be christians has come and the man of lawlessness who is the son of doom of perdition i have read second thessalonians and the third verse see that's what the lord says those who profess to be see that's what the lord said that's what the word says now uh the apostasy has come or the falling away has come to the church already has come to god's people they are rebelling against god because they are rebelling against the truth Mm -hmm. some have come out or stopped pretending to be Christians, they didn't get bold and they didn't stop doing it. They said, oh, well, you know, I tried it. I tried to be, be have piety, mm-hmm. but nothing working. So I'm just going to go ahead on and do my own thing, you see. To be Christian, and some mix the world with the church, or they twist the word of God, perverting the word Teach to fit possible. their circumstances and pursue their wants in mm-hmm. order to have power, fame, and money. See, this is what they do. And we see this right now. So let's see. In Mark 8, beginning at the 34th, there said, Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world, yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angel, saith the Lord. That's what he says. So they begin to hate the word because they like the sin. So they embrace false doctrine, falling away and backsliding. We're going to see it's different. Mm -hmm. It's not the same thing. Backsliding is sliding back. 
you see. Our relationship with God has distanced itself, you see, and gradually we fall backwards. But you remember just like the, the prodigal son, you see. When you come to yourself, you're able to get up and go back to the Father and say, Lord, forgive me. And he's able to bring you back unto himself. You see, that's, yes, the, uh, that's when you're back blind, you see. Uh -huh. But we rebel, but we come back to God. Or if we choose, we will choose to fall away. So let's go to Second Timothy. We're going to go back to Second Timothy. Okay. Okay, excuse me.
They say the pastors say. They don't read the Bible. They come to church to hear what the pastor reads the word, and they say the pastors say. So the pastor has created false doctrines. So they give up their stance for Christ, and they choose sin. People will choose to revolt against God and turn their backs on God. But in the end, they will still perish. Amen. We can't be deceived and we can't be dismayed when we see these people prospering and growing because the Bible is true. The Lord said this was going to happen. And yes, they're going to prosper because it and grow. Because look at how many people are going to turn from God, and the church is going to grow, and the church is going to prosper. Right now, today, these people that has apostate in the church, they are getting millions and millions of dollars to buy all of this land to build these buildings and create all these facilities right now. And they, but this, this church is not of God. And this is what's happening because the Lord said it was going to happen. When people turn and say things people want to hear, the church will grow. They say stuff what you want to hear. They don't talk about the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. They don't say that because they know that they will not have a congregation anymore. They cannot talk about, they can't talk about sin. They can't talk about, you know, the things that people are doing in the world because they will no longer have a congregation. There is a transformation movement going on, pulling in lots of people with great wealth. The goal is to re, see, we present God, but the goal is to re present God to the lost and found for transformation of them to their way, to their way. See, to re-present God, see, because they have done something, turned it around, and for the lost people, they give them a, a message that they will believe. And see, this is what's going on today, you see. First John 2, 18 and 19, says, Dear children, the end of this age is near. You have heard the Antichrist is rising, and in fact, many enemies of Christ have already appeared, and this is how we know that we are living in the closing hour of this age. For even though we were once a part of us, they were once a part of us, they withdrew from us because they were never really our number. For if they had truly belonged to us, they would have continued with us by leaving our our community of believers, they made it obvious that they never really belonged to us. See, exposure, you were never a part of Christ. And the Lord says, depart from me, I never, see, I never knew you. And this is what the Lord is going to say. So why is our young people falling away? Why have they fallen away from the church, you see? Our young people have lots of influences going on, and they watch us. And even the ones that have grew up in the church, you see, all along, they grow up. And when they get grown, they go ahead to and leave the church, or they're on the fence. They're sitting gray, sitting on both sides of the fence. Or what we do, you know, we invite the people, the, the young people to come in, and we feed them pizza. We show them movies, but we never introduce the Lord. And so, therefore, they don't have a, a balance, a, a, a uh, background 
of the Lord in their lives because all they do, they come to church and they get the pizza and they get the movie, like the, the little people church. You see, so the Lord may not be introduced as strongly as he should be introduced. You see, many have not been introduced. And, and our children, because I see this, you know, we as people were introduced to the Lord and we didn't have no children's church. And so we sat in the church, we went to prayer meeting, we prayed all night long. But see, when our children got grown, as I see for myself, they did not introduce their children. So it became up on us grandparents to introduce God to our grandchildren. So that's what we see, at least that's what I see going in, in my family, you see. And so that's why they fall away. They may go in the entrance, but they fall away. They turn because mean the falling away is mean the turn from God. They turn. It's not backsliding. It's turning away from God and grasping your own thing, grasping your own faith, doing what other people are doing. There's a church over there. They say, oh, you know, they go to the church and uh, praise and worship is. They got smoke and mirrors and lights, disco lights and everything. Everybody dancing, wearing tight skirts and everything they want to do. And young people are influenced by that. So there they go and they get a a, a, a nice message or a cotton candy message, as you would put. And so they say, oh, this is good, good. God loves me. I can do what I want to. So this is what they're introduced for. And so therefore they turn away. There's a great falling away from the Lord. You see. So the, ex the example of the church, the children are looking at us. See, they're looking at how we're doing in the church. They're looking at how we're walking in the church. They're looking at our walk with God. Amen. Do they see us pray? Do they see us ministering to people? Have we planted good seeds in them? Have we planted a seed at all in them? Have we tried to minister to them even though they roll their eyes? Have we done this? Because the Lord says to train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, even though they act like they don't want to hear it, they shall not depart from it yes. because, hey, it's going to come back to them whether they want it or not. So, Amen. see, we are the ones that have to show. Yes, a great falling away, but see, their seed has been planted somewhere. The Lord said that that will be a great falling away before he comes. And we see this is going on now. So how are we walking with God, and can people see Jesus in us, and are we causing people to fall away? Are we causing people to fall away by the way we talk to them, by the way we ignore them, by the way we roll our eyes and say, oh, no, I can't help you today. We look, and the Lord said, go talk to them, and we say, oh, I don't got time, and we just walk away from them. Are we just doing this? And they're looking at us walking away. There are some who believe in super grace. And we know about this, and it's okay to sin because of grace. It won't bother God. See, they don't say this. It won't bother God because we're under grace. And he don't mind because we're under grace. God doesn't change. We should know that. And he don't have to change for anybody. There is no different standard for different people. He is the same, and he will always be the same. So we must preserve and proclaim the gospel. We must be on guard and watch and pray. See, Hebrews, Hebrews 12, 4 and 12. Now we'll go to that, and then we will be done right away. Thank you, Lord. Amen, Jesus. Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4 and 12. Okay, Hebrews 4 and the 12th book. And it says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, 
joints and marrow, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. We must watch and we must pray and we must be aware of who God is able to to discern those false doctrines. We must be aware of who God is because see, if we are not, we will be uh, deceived. We must have the discernment to see the false doctrines. Don't give Amen. in to other people's logical interpretation of the word. Oh know the word. Keep your relationship close with God. And Jesus. that's what you have to do. And this is what the Lord has given me today. The falling oh away of the church. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Now, I'm going to ask, you know, we've heard the word. <laughs> and we're going to ask those that, you know, we heard the word. You know, none of us is perfect. All of us have fallen, come short and fallen, you know, from God. You know, the Lord says, all you have to do is come and repent, and I will receive you back unto myself. But we have to be serious. We have to, it has to be come from our heart. We can't just go out sin and say, oh, I'll ask for forgiveness and it'll be all right. No, the Lord don't forgive that because he knows your heart and he knows your intention. He does not forgive that. If you're not serious and if you don't mean what you say, the Lord will not forgive that because he knows you don't mean that. So you have to be sincere when you come to the Lord and repent and say, Lord, I have sinned. I realize, Lord, that I've done things on purpose. And Lord, I, I you know, I was bold and I called myself doing it on purpose. Even then, and say, Lord, but I, I, I repent. I know I was wrong. Lord, forgive me. Yeah. Father God, I backslide. I know I've distanced you, Lord Jesus. I, I've not talked to you. I've not prayed to you. It might have been three or four months. It might have been almost a year. But Father God, here I am. I'm coming back to you, Lord. Receive me unto yourself, Father God. I believe <laughs> forget, that you are my Savior. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and you shed your blood. Without the shedding of the blood, there could be no redemption. And Father God, I believe that on the third day, God raised you up from the dead. Father God, forgive me. And I thank you for saving me. I thank you for returning me back to the fold. I thank you, Lord, for making me the righteousness of God. Oh, well, thank you for putting me back in the family of God. I thank you and I praise you, Father God. And I give you glory right now, Lord, because you said in your word in Romans 10, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For it is from with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. By faith and confession you are saved. If you don't have faith, how can you believe that you are saved? It's by faith and confession. Those things that the people are saying right now. Transformation movement going on in the world. Supposedly a church representing Jesus Christ is not true. It's deceiving and it is not true. And they have to stand before God today. So as you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, you are a new creature. Behold, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. You are a child of God. So you rejoice. You may not feel it, but by faith, you will feel it. The Lord will come in and he will suck with you. You will feel it. He will speak to you. you, Just keep on praying. Just keep thanking God. Praising God for what he has done in your life. 
I'm going to turn it over to you, Bishop, before we go into communion. Well, we just thank the Lord for the word that came on today. And we thank God that if you have prayed the sinner's prayer and you heard what Apostle taught on today, the great falling away, none of us are without reproach. So let every man examine himself. And if we examine our own self, then we won't leave room to be examined. Amen. So we thank God for Amen. repentance and we welcome you to the body of Christ. If you hear this even later on, because it is being recorded, then all you you heard the word from the woman of God. And all you got to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And ye shall be saved. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for that word on today. And we're going to have apostle to come now. And um, I don't know. Do you want somebody to pray over the bread and the wine? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, gonna, if anyone needs to, to uh, prepare, go and prepare to get everything or they have everything right now well we can sing a song and then we'll have okay. uh we can sing while they get their their okay. uh supplies okay. ready and yes. then yes. uh if we could have uh mother vernell to pray yes. over the body and then mother pat to pray over the blood over the wine amen, amen. 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 The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountains. And it flows through the lowest valley. Oh, blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power amen 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 thank you jesus mm. father god Lord jesus as we go in father god to go in, Father God, to, to take the Lord's Supper, Father God. Communion, Lord Jesus. I ask that you prepare our hearts and our minds, yes, Father God, as we go in. Father, never forgetting Lord, what you've done for us, Father Thank God. Jesus. Let each and every one of us examine ourselves, Father God. If we see anything, let us repent and ask for forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus, Father. But you said, Lord, that anyone, if they do this unworthily, that they, they eat and drink unworthy before you, Lord Jesus. Father God, prepare us right now. In Jesus' name, we thank you, O oh Lord. Amen and amen. 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 
While they were eating, Jesus took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples. Okay, Mother Bird, now I'm going to ask you to pray over the body. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, this pray that represents God's body. We just thank you, Father, that you gave your lives on the cross of Calvary for us, Father God. So we ask you to bless this this bread, Lord, for for you to die for us on the cross of Calvary. In Jesus' name, we ask it all, Lord. Amen. 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 Take it and eat together. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, and they all drank from it. Mother Pat, will you pray over the wine? We thank you, Father God, for this ability, for this knowing of the blood of Jesus, what it represents how it touches our blood and how you died on the cross. We thank you, Jesus, for this day. We thank you, Father God, for the representation that you, we know that without you, Jesus, and without the shedding of the blood, our souls would be lost. And we thank you, Father God, for this. But we have examined ourselves. We have had to talk to ourselves and wait until we are ready and cleaned up yes, to take the blood of the wine in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let us drink together. Father, we thank you, O oh Lord, for this time. Father God, you said that there's power in the blood of Jesus, healing in the blood of Jesus, yes. restoration in the blood of Jesus. And deliverance in the blood of Jesus. Father God, we do this in remembrance of you, Lord Jesus. We ask that you strengthen us and keep us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Okay, I'm going to ask Bishop, do you have the last words? Yes. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. I was saved, saved by that wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. I was saved, saved by that wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Once again, we'd like to thank everyone for being on here. You know, we thank God for the message. And may it strengthen us in our heart as we study and we put his word in our hearts that we may not sin against him. So if all minds and hearts are together, anyone have any comments or any words from God? Elder Johnny, do you have anything? You have any words, Elder Johnny? No, baby, he doesn't. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Proceed, Amen. Apostle. 
Okay, we're going to do the priestly blessing, everyone. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you. And you all remember to pray for us. Amen. God bless you. Love you all, family.